Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and I'm back with Shruti this week, and this week we're talking about just not beating yourself up, not second-guessing yourself. If you do something or don't do something and you feel guilty, we don't have to beat ourselves up all the time. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and I'm back with Shruti this week, and this week we're talking about not beating yourself up because of your emotions or because you didn't get to do something if you turned down an invite or if someone reached out to you and you haven't gotten back to them, we all tend to beat ourselves up. Sometimes we'll get emotional over something or we'll have feelings and we'll feel bad about what we're thinking or what we did or what we didn't do. And we can't always beat ourselves up. I mean, as humans, we have emotions. We're going to show emotions. Some people show them a little more than others. And it's okay to be upset when something doesn't go your way or be upset if someone didn't get back to you. But you can't beat yourself up all the time. And Shruti, what's your feeling on this, on just being able to and not necessarily control your emotions, but control that feeling that you want to beat yourself up because of your emotions? You know, I think it's just about riding the wave of whatever you're feeling, Jay. Like, so if you're feeling negative, if you're feeling down, just being aware that it's going to pass, but not resisting it. So like, I think sometimes we all, we seek pleasure and anything that's painful. It's like, we want to push it away or, you know, sweep it under the rug. And I don't, I personally don't find that healthy. It's like, if I'm feeling frustrated or angry, for example, I have to just let myself feel it and ride it and know in the big picture that it's going to pass. And there are times where I will switch my you know, that negative emotion to, okay, what am I grateful for in this moment? And even though I'm frustrated, I will make an effort to still do that. But I know that I've talked to Kate about it and she's like, you know, you just have to know that it's going to pass, but trying to resist it, it's actually not helping you. It's actually hurting you when you're resisting what you're feeling. So yeah, not beating yourself up, like you said, and just everything is temporary, right? You kind of mentioned how it's not healthy to hold it in. So in this case, we're kind of like compounding the emotion. So we have the emotions of being upset because of something. And then we're trying to not beat ourselves up for having that emotion. So you already have a little bit of tension inside you because of the emotions you're feeling. And now on top of it, we're going to beat ourselves up for having it. Exactly. It kind of becomes a double whammy at that point. It does. And it's like, that's just harming you more than anything else. I mean, we're human at the end of the day and these things are going to happen. We're going to get triggered. We're going to get annoyed. We're going to get angry. We're going to get sad. We're going to feel guilty. All these things are just a part of it, just as much as you're going to feel happy and joyful and light and love. And those are positive emotions to feel. And of course, we'd love to feel them all the time. but I think it's part of our growth to experience those negative emotions too. And I think we can look at it in a way where, okay, what am I learning from this? What is this anger really teaching me? Why am I feeling angry? Like really having a conversation with yourself. And I think I've said this in other episodes. It's like, as if you were talking to a friend, right. And you're asking for their advice. You're like, oh, I'm feeling angry or I'm feeling this. What would they say to you? The conversation you have with yourself 
in your head also becomes a home. So what kind of things are you saying to yourself when you're experiencing something? Let's say you're going to fight with someone. You're probably going to have some sort of negative response to that. And you're going to feel bad. And like you said, if you're just like, oh, well, I shouldn't be feeling this way. Or like, what's wrong with you? That's not doing you any justice. So you mentioned having a fight. And I'm guessing we're talking more, more an argument than an actual physical fight. So yeah, yeah. How, how would you recommend? So let's say you're having a, a discussion with, with a friend. And there's feelings on both sides. How would you suggest communicating those feelings and and not feeling bad. I mean, there's times that, and we have feelings and and we're beating ourselves up because we might think that our feelings are petty, that we really shouldn't be thinking of it. We're making a big deal about it yet. It truly does bother us. What was said or what wasn't said. And we, we are truly upset. Our feelings are are really hurt. Um, So you're trying to hold that in and you're beating yourself up because you're, you're holding in those emotions. So now you're beating yourself up twice how would you go about so communicating with that friend and saying, hey, this is how I feel and not feeling guilty for telling them how you feel? Well, I think that in the heat of the moment, we're reacting. So we're not really thinking clearly. I like to really take a moment, take a deep breath and be like, okay, like I'm feeling really frustrated right now. And I don't think I can talk to you because I don't feel like I'm going to have anything nice to say. So I need like, give me some time. We'll talk tomorrow in a couple of hours. I know nothing's going to come of this. So really that takes a conscious effort because I know I've been in fights where it's just like back and forth, back and forth. And then you're not even thinking because you're just feeling out words and you're going to regret it later. And instead it's like, okay, let me go home, <laughs> go in my punching bag or like go for a walk, do something else then engage in that conversation at that point because you're not going to be able to come from a place of clarity in my opinion if you're let's say you and i are getting into an argument and i'm frustrated by something you did in the heat of the moment i'm probably not going to have anything nice to say and i'm just going to be like spitting fire at you and where is that going to get us but instead of like jay like i'm really frustrated right now i need some time to myself i don't think i can have this conversation right now let's like reconnect later and talk about this. I would rather say that to you, even though you, you know that I'm annoyed by the way I just said it, but I'd rather say that than have a fight with you and just drain both of ourselves. Oh, I, I agree with that. I mean, sometimes. What would you do? You do, you do need, I think it's a tough situation. Um, I think it also depends on the, 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 background or the backstory of of the relationship for lack of a better term so whether we're talking work intimate friendship whatever so you have it you have an argument with someone i mean sometimes and and i don't even want to put it at the level of argument disagreement just concern emotions whatever the case may be i mean there are times when it's like you know what give me a couple days i need to let this set in but then at the same time okay, are we being petty that we need those couple days of, of a break because something caught you off guard or something, I mean, truly did hurt you and, and it hit you a little harder than you expected and you're, you're emotional over it. I mean, or do we just kind of I mean, swallow it, take it for what it is and then try to continue forward? Um, 
and that's the tough thing. I mean, we talk about emotions and I mean, I always pointed out there that, I mean, for the average guy, I, I think I'm more emotional than, than most. And, and I consider it a blessing and a curse because I love to have those deep hearted conversations, but at the same time, when things don't go my way, I feel it harder than, than the average guy might admit. I'm not going to say that the average guy feels it because again, we are humans. Everyone feels it, but some people don't want to admit when they feel it and, and it's tough. And there are times where it feels like, okay, let me take two or three days and I'll get back to you. And we'll in the, in the grand scheme of thing is it probably is no big deal. We'll continue from there, but and give me and 48 hours or, or whatever, I'll reach out to you when I'm ready type of deal. And other times it's, it's like, you, you feel like you want to address it right away. And, right. and sometimes that backfires on you and you, you don't know what to think. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Like I think when you're having kind of a discussion or you're triggered in the moment, it's like, okay, I really want to talk about this right now. But then I, but I also feel like I've done that before and I'm so in my head that I'm not hearing the person across from me because I'm just like feeling quote unquote X emotion that I'm like, okay, well, I want to talk about this right now. Like, why did you do this? And you could be like explaining everything and all I'm, I'm not even listening. I'm not even hearing you because I'm so consumed with my own thoughts. So in that moment, I don't have clarity and I don't feel like I'm going to have a successful conversation. It's just being impulsive. I mean, the other thing is we're we're using the word talk here and we got to take in that a lot of talking is done through text these days. And we still use the term talk, but how often is it? I mean, I personally like verbal conversations, obviously in person is the best video conference like you and I are doing here for the recordings. It would be the next. and, And then even, the old fashioned phone call is good, but a lot of our communication is through text. And we've always said in, in that written form, you always take what's written in your mood. You don't hear, 100%. The t- you don't hear the timber of their voice. You don't hear and what they're saying. It doesn't come out. You read it in your mood, regardless. They could have typed it as happy as can be, but if you're cranky, you're going to read it cranky, vice versa. They could be as mad as can be, and you can be in a great mood and, and read it the wrong way. So there is always going to be some miscommunication in, in the written form. Um, but as far as communicating, I, I think it is important to, to talk about it. And, and I've had situations where you, you don't know what's going on. You have a conversation and everything okay, you have a better understanding, you're feeling okay. And then it comes into another situation comes up and now you're confused again because it it doesn't make sense and it doesn't necessarily line up with the previous conversation and you don't know what to do. And you have those, those emotions and it's like, okay, do I say something? Do I just take 48 hours and reach out when I'm ready? Do I, how do you handle it? Cause I, I know it's, it's tough for me. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, so let's say you say something to me and even though I might completely be like, well, Jay, I don't agree with that. And that's not how I feel or that's not how I took it. I think the way to go about it sometimes is look, Jay, like I can empathize with you. I can understand why you would feel that way. Although that wasn't my intention. Or I think the word empathy and empathizing can be useful when you're 
trying to hear someone else, even though you might not agree with them and you might have the total opposite view of it. Being empathetic is still, you're still giving that person, okay, I'm willing to understand you. I want to understand you. And okay, Jay, I can empathize with that. And I can understand, I can understand another keyword is understanding. And with that being said, this is how I took it. This is how I feel about it. This is how I perceive what you just said or what you just did. And instead of saying like, you did this, because that's just going to, that's going to be a bigger fight. (laughs) If you just tell someone, well, you did this. No one likes hearing that. So now we're talking about communication things there. And we talked about just how we don't beat ourselves up for the emotions. So you have those emotions. So someone says something or doesn't say something or whatever the case may be. And and you're being emotional about it and you're kicking yourself like, okay, I really shouldn't worry about this. I mean, and now, so now you're beating yourself up a second time for that. So let's go into situations of you get invites and, and for whatever reason, you have a scheduling conflict, you can't make it. I know I have a cousin that just got married in Florida and, and with everything going on, flights went to like $800. There was no way I can afford an $800 flight to fly from Connecticut to Florida. That's crazy. It, 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 it just wasn't in, in the cards. And I felt bad for not going because none of the, none of this side of the family made it. And, and it was, it was frustrating for me. I mean, I was looking as hard as I could. Okay. Maybe I'll drive, maybe I'll do this. And in the end it couldn't go. And I felt bad. So now I'm going to beat myself up on this. Or if you have a scheduling conflict, I have a cousin of mine and her son is graduating high school and we'd love to get out to Ohio for that, but we've already registered for an archery tournament that same weekend. So you feel guilty for not making the family event, but you already have an event paid for and registered. It's and you're sitting there and beating yourself up. So how do you not beat yourself up and, and feel guilty for not being able to make these. I mean, sometimes it's a case of, you know, I'm tired. I can't go out for pizza with you tonight, but other times you don't have control, but we still feel bad. Even though we don't have control, we still have to feel bad that we can't be there. How do you go about not beating yourself up for those? I think it's also, again, the empathy thing. So like, think about it. If you really wanted to see someone, right. And they're like, oh, Jay, like, I'm just really not feeling it today. Your feelings might be a little bit hurt, but would you rather see that person where they feel like, okay, I'll go meet up with Jay. And then they're just kind of like not fully present. Or would you rather meet up with them? Like, hey, I promise I'll make it up to you. And then when they see you, they're coming and pouring from a full cup and they're completely present with you. Whereas if you had wanted to meet up with them before and they felt like, oh, like I'm going to go because just because I feel bad. And then they're not really like, they don't even seem like they want to be there. Would you rather have that? Or would you rather have, okay, next week and then fully present? What would you do? Again, empathizing with the situation. Would I rather be in the situation when I'm fully present? Or would I rather be in the situation where I feel obligated because I feel bad? So bring it back to you. Like, what would you do? I definitely like the idea of both people being... I mean, at their full energy level, mentally, physically, and and having those times together. But I, again, I see it when I, and I'll ask people like, hey, what are you doing Friday? Or are, are you free Friday? Why? What's going on? It's like, all right, well, it's either you are free, either the box in your calendar is empty or it's not. It's not, okay, how good of an offer do you have? So that's sometimes that'll right. get frustrating. And again, 
it's one of those things that, okay, don't let my emotions get into it, this and that, but I'll have other people that will just say, oh, no, sorry, I'm busy. All right, well, can we get together? This, oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm busy. Then I have other friends that I'll say, hey, Friday, what are you doing? Let's get together. Oh, no, I'm busy, but I just checked my calendar. How about next Thursday? Does that work for you? So you'll have those friends that immediately will say, sorry, I'm busy that day, but I just checked my calendar. Here's a couple other offers. Do these work for you? Right. So, I mean, that always helps the situation when you see the person that they, they value the time they have with you. They value I mean, your company and they will immediately look to see when they can get together rather than just, nope, sorry, I'm busy and leaving it at that. Because then right. again, then those emotions start coming in. Okay, well, you said no, but you didn't really make any effort outside of that to do it another time. So, and then again, we go into beating ourselves up and, and having those emotions. Okay, so what's the issue? Am I doing something wrong? Am I not being the good friend? Am I not? I mean, did I say no to them to ice cream three weeks ago? And now they're saying no to me. It's like, we, we want to make sure that it's, it's always genuine. Like you said, if someone going to, going to force themselves to be there just for the sake of, okay, I did it. I'm here. And, and you'll feel the difference. You'll know the difference if someone wants to be with you or they don't. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, I mean, it's, this is easier said than done. And we've all heard it before. Don't take things personally. And it's like, okay, well, if I'm asking this person multiple times, you know, can we get together and they're not offering another time slot at some point it's just like okay well i'm just gonna back off i'm gonna let them be and if they want to come around i'm gonna give them that space to come around now if they don't want to come around what am i really losing yeah no you know, i, I really agree losing? with i agree with that you you can only offer or, or and send those invites so many times and you've heard no 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 so many times that eventually you, you stop inviting them right um and it's tough. I mean, there's some times where you stop inviting them because you don't want to, you don't want to hear no anymore. And it hurts too much to hear no. There's other times where, okay, it might be a little tongue in cheek, passive aggressive, where it's like, I'll stop inviting them and I'll let them know, hey, I stopped inviting you because I didn't want you to feel bad saying no all the time. And yeah, that might be a little bit of a passive aggressive thing, but I, I do also understand. And I've been in that situation where you feel bad saying no, where it, it's, they, they would like to make it there, but unfortunately they have other things in their lives. I mean, the archery team that I practice, we have a tournament tomorrow and we haven't had an official practice in the past two weeks between my son running track and me working all hours of the day and the weather being crappy to shoot outside. And I feel bad that we haven't been able to do it, but unfortunately there was nothing under the, under my control. And we, we tend to beat ourselves up a little too much, but it's, Sometimes you can tell when someone else isn't making the effort. Other times you just have to, like you said, don't take it personally, but it is difficult. I mean, the one thing that I will say, and I've mentioned this before, when we say don't take it personally, I'm the type of person, if my phone goes off, I'll pretty much reply by text pretty much immediately, either give an answer or say, hey, I'm busy right now. I'll get back to you in a couple hours. So especially if I'm face to face with someone. If you and I are sitting, we're out for lunch together and I get a text. Um, I mean, I always check. Obviously, I have kids, so you got to make sure there's no emergencies, stuff like that. And if I get something, if it's something somewhat important, I'll say, hey, I'm out right now. I'll get back to you in a couple hours. So some type of reply. My thing is when 
I've sent texts to people and I don't get replies for hours. Yet when I'm with them personally, they're constantly on their phone. That can be frustrating. I mean, I know many people that it's like, I go to visit them and they're on their phone, replying to text, replying to text, replying to text while I'm face to face with them. Yet when I send the text to them, it's like a four hour return. And it's like, I know what your personality is like. I know why. So sometimes that's one. And like you said, don't take it personally, but it can get frustrating. It's hard of not course. to. I can totally understand that. It's like, oh, you're always on your phone with them. You know, when I message you, you take a while to get back. But I also feel like people are like they are entitled to respond when they want to respond because just because we have our phones on us all the time doesn't mean we are always like in the mental space to respond. Like I could be on social media or something, you could be on social media and maybe you're just kind of like in that introverted space or that space where you're just like, okay, like I just want to be in my own head space and I cannot engage in a conversation right now. And I'd rather talk to this person again where I fully can engage. Because if someone's out and they're texting me like here and there, but they're half-assed doing it, excuse my language, like I'd rather be like, just respond in like six hours when you're fully like paying attention to my message and you're actually responding, not like just halfway doing it. Well, that's why I said that if if I'm in that situation, I'll I'll send something that says, Hey, I'll get back to you in a couple hours. So at least, right, you, at least, you, nice. at least you acknowledge that I saw it. And, and that's the thing. I mean, there's a lot of times where, I mean, obviously we have a million messaging situations we have now, whether it's Instagram or Facebook messenger, or Snapchat or kick or whatever. So, and texting, obviously, if you have, if you have an iPhone, you can turn on the red receipt. So there's sometimes that I'll purposely use a, a Facebook messenger or Snapchat because now I know that they received the message. They opened the message, but they didn't respond. And other times it's like, you know what? I'm just going to use text message because if it takes them four hours, I don't know if they saw it yet, where it's more frustrating to me if I message them on, on, uh, on something that shows that they opened the message. And, and I've heard the whole thing. Oh, no, I just clear it. I don't actually read it. I clear it to just to, to uh, quiet my notifications. Well, from my point of view, it looks like you read it and you ignored it. So again, it's like, don't take it personally. I understand everyone's busy, but sometimes it, it, it hurts more to, to get no response than to, than to get the, I'll get back to you. And so there's different times where I'll, I rather just use text and not know if you saw it or not know if you read it this way. When you do re respond, I'll just assume you just saw it and you responded then rather than, okay, you saw it and it wasn't important enough for you to reply. Right. I know. I think with like all the social media now and the digital, the phones, like, you know, back in the day when I was growing up, you had to call someone on their landline and see if they picked up the phone or it was like, I don't know. Yeah, the razor phones where it would take forever to send a text message that you'd rather just call someone. So I think we live in this instant gratification time where it's like, okay, I sent a message now. I want to respond right now. And I get it being on the receiving end. I get frustrated too. But then I'm like, well, I know sometimes when I do this, I'm just like not in the headspace to have a conversation. Maybe this person 
I know that it's not that they don't like me. It's just that they're whatever. They're not in the mood to talk or they're doing something else or they saw my message, but they're not in that ment- mental capacity to have a conversation. Uh, I, I had a memory pop up on Facebook recently and, and a lot of times when we talk about things, we don't put names, but I will put his name out there again. And it came up that I want to say it was six years ago. And I remember exactly where I was. I was standing down in my basement in front of the washer and dryer doing laundry. And the, the Facebook memory said, wow, something amazing just happened to me. I got an actual phone call for no reason. A friend just <laughs> called me just to see how I was doing. Like back in the olden days, I said, the only downside to it was caller ID told me who it was before I picked up the phone. You mentioned the old days of landlines before caller ID, you picked up the phone and it was a complete mystery. Okay. Who could this be? And you pick it up and it's your friend or it's grandma or it's call for mom or whatever. And it was actually my friend, Aaron, the the friend that does the intro to the podcast. Um, He literally just picked up the phone and said, Hey, we haven't talked in a while. How things going? It was literally a no reason phone call other than to see how I was doing. And we don't, see that as much anymore. And obviously we interact with the people in our lives so much more, whether it's simply liking a Facebook post or, or an Instagram connection or, or texting. So there's not often the case of our closer friends, the ones we talk to all the time, we probably don't go more than 48 hours with some type of communication. So that whole thing, oh, I haven't talked to you in a month. If they're from your, your, your first circle of friends, you probably don't go long enough to, to have to make that phone call, but it was just nice to have a phone call like that. And I, I missed the days of and picking up the phone. I missed the days of being able to pick up a phone and just call friends. Cause again, going with technology these days and how many times have you text your friend, Hey, can I give you a call? It's like, what happened to the day of just pick up the phone and calling? I mean, it's like, we, we need permission to call people now. It's almost like it's, it's right. a tough thing. And then, and then we're beating ourselves up because, oh, geez, maybe I should have texted them first. I mean, similar to answering a text, if they're in the middle of dinner and they don't answer your call, they're busy. And usually, usually if I call someone and they are, they'll text back, hey, in dinner, I'll call you back or something like that. Um, but it, it's nice to, to have that situation. I mean, I remember my, my father would always say he didn't want an answering machine going back to the landline days, because if you have an answering machine and someone leaves a message, they expect you to call back. I mean, this was back in, I mean, cassette deck answering machines. Yeah. And and it's the same thing. Yes. If I leave you an email, a text message, a voicemail. Yeah. I do expect some kind of reply. If I send you a message, I, I do expect that. I mean, again, and not everyone's the same. I'm one that if you took time out of your life and you felt I was important enough, um, I'm going to get back to you. And, and there's times, but again, like you said, don't beat yourself up. Don't take it personally. Human nature, it is tough. It, it is very tough to, to not take it personally. And yeah. again, going, going back to if you're, you're with that friend that you know lives on their phone and geez, they just put something on Instagram a minute ago. They just put something on Facebook two minutes ago. I mean, their Snapchat is blowing up and posting stories all the time yet. So you can't tell me you weren't on, on your phone. You can't tell me. So it is tough to, to not take it personally. And then on the flip side, now we have those emotions and how do we not beat ourselves up for being emotional? And that's what you, you, you want this topic to be about. It's like when we have emotions, how do we not beat ourselves up for having emotions? Because sometimes we sit there and it's like, 
okay, why am I feeling this way? I shouldn't feel this way. It's right. okay. It's okay to have emotions and to show them. I agree. I agree. We, we should be able to express our emotions authentically without hurting anyone intentionally. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I, I have any situations. And obviously, I mean, we've all seen the phrase, geez, what friends like that, who needs enemies? Um, but we don't, I don't think I have anyone in my, fr- in my circle of friends that has intentionally tried to hurt me. I mean, that's never the case. And same thing with what I've done or, or haven't done. I don't intentionally try to hurt people, but there's times when we make a decision and it hurts the other person. And it wasn't intentional, but I mean, I've used the analogy. If I intentionally hit you over the head with a baseball bat or I accidentally hit you over the head with a baseball bat, you can sit there and understand that it was an accident. I'm not mad at you, but guess what? My skull is still fractured, whether I'm not mad at you because it was an accident, but it still hurts. And, yeah. and, that, and that's, that's the tough thing when, when you don't get that reply, it still hurts when you, when you don't get the answer it still hurts. So to wrap it up, Jay, what advice would you give when it comes to, you know, how to process your emotions without feeling guilty about it? Honestly, that's a, that's a tough one for me. Um, I mean, I had someone tell me like, if you're working on emotions and stuff, I mean, it could be a, a six month, nine month adjustment when you're working on controlling emotions and stuff like that. Um, so it's a tough one. I mean, like you said, don't take it personally. I mean, what are the exercises behind not taking it personally? I, I honestly don't know. It's, I mean, it's, it's tough to you. There is no kind of like kids. You don't, they don't come with an owner's manual or an operator's manual. You don't know how to do it. And every kid is different. Same thing with every emotion. It's, it's, it's a tough thing. Um, some of it is just, I don't want to say distractions, but just go on to whatever the next task in your life is for that day. I mean, if, if that task was to check your email, check your text, check voicemails, whatever, and something emotionally grabbed you, well, what's the next thing on your list for the day? It's laundry. All right go right to the laundry and, and, and do that and, and focus on that and focus on what's in front of you. And the big thing is when you're ready. I mean, sometimes if you need a couple of days and tell them you need a couple of days, I mean, it's not always easy. I mean, sometimes again, going back to those emotions, you would feel guilty and you would beat yourself up and you'd feel bad for telling someone, Hey, I need a couple of days. This, this one stings a little. Um, I'll get a hold of you when I can. You can't, you can't beat yourself up if that's what you need. And hopefully on the other end, they would respect that too. And, and not take it personally as well. And like you said, it's more about, it's more about you and not necessarily about them and just making those adjustments. I love it. Yeah. Not, not as much of a, Here's the answer, because yeah, like I said, with with emotions, there there really is no one size fits all. Um, so so it is a tough one. Um, but the big thing, like you said, don't don't take it personally. Don't beat yourself up if you if you have emotions. Like I said, if you're feeling upset about something, I mean, I I use the thing with the kids. It's like 
They leave the dishes. Okay. Is that really something to be so upset about? You can't beat yourself up because you're frustrated. I mean, there is frustration that gets in there and, and just, I would, I would suggest, I mean, the best thing I can say is move on to the, the next thing that's on your list, whether that's another friend you're contacting that, that sent you a message that maybe is going to be in a better mood and, and cheers you up, whether that's going to work on the lawn or go for that hike and clear your head. And I would say just move on to whatever the next step is and don't dwell on what, what could have hurt you. Hi guys, hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset, and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.